0: With only seven games left in the twenty two-23 season. Can the Flames make it into the playoffs? They're only two points behind the Winnipeg Jets for the last wild card spot. Dylan and Chris from the Armchair GM podcast, we're going to talk about it. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network.
1: Well, Chris, it's been a couple of weeks since we did the show. We've uh, had we somehow we've managed to have our hearts broken and our hope restored a couple times uh, in the, in that couple of weeks. Uh, it's the the way this team plays and the inconsistency, the consistent inconsistencies is uh, it's really hard to keep track of sometimes <laughs> yeah 100
0: um yeah i mean i mean when you look at i guess uh, last show we had was just before we were in vegas right where we broke the streak so that's what possible 14 points and we have got what 11 out of 14 points since then that's, yeah i do believe right we beat it's... Vegas, OT loss uh, at home uh, against Dallas, uh, loss in L.A., win in Anaheim. Uh, yeah, Vegas lost, and then uh, San Jose mm-hmm. and uh, L.A.
1: Yeah, a couple wins. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been really up
0: and down. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, no, I guess that's nine points.
1: My bad. It's still a pretty damn good points percentage considering um, – you know, some of the teams we've been playing against and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like Vegas, well, yeah, Vegas and...
0: twice, LA twice, Dallas. Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're all right. I mean, at the top of their, of, of their divisions. Right. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's good. And then we actually beat two lower place teams like, and we did fairly handedly. It was good. Yeah. That's, that's not how the Calgary flames normally go about their business. Right.
1: It's not, but it's great to see that, that they're, even though that San Jose game was really, uh, yeah. man, it was pretty much an epitome of the flame season as, as far as getting up, you know, getting up to a quick lead and then just like letting it dissolve. Um,
0: yeah, but yeah, they, they played with our emotions. Um, for forty minutes, forty-five minutes, at least. I mean, because we were we were tied coming mm-hmm. out of the uh, the second period to a team that we should not have been tied with, right? And you know, mm-hmm. thankfully, we're able to weather the storm and 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 get a win out of uh, out of a, a home game in the dome, which it, it's it's been slim pickings for wins in the dome this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, except for except for the the month of March has actually been pretty reasonable.
1: Yeah, they've been playing pretty good at home and away actually um for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um last game I think is pretty much their most complete game that I've seen them play this
0: this year. Yeah, they were definitely a that was that was definitely Sutter hockey, right? Get the lead, shut it down. Um I'll Completely. be honest with you though it it terrified me because we all know what L- LA can do they can they can score pretty much at at will and and I'm watching the game going like this isn't the time to sit back and like you got to keep going got to keep going but they I mean they they held it out Markstrom stood on his fucking head
1: he did he absolutely he made some absolutely ten bell saves but yeah. you're right about that. That's one one of the things that kind of annoys me about Sutter's system is they play for the one goal lead and then they play to keep it. Um, yeah. And it's I can't remember what game it was, but I remember like yelling at my TV like because they had got a one or two goal lead in the first period, and yeah. and then. It was like last month, I think. And then they tried to trap at at the halfway through the first period. And I'm sitting there like just losing my shit because it's like yeah. teams have a lot of skill nowadays. Yeah. And they go in like you can't expect to not let in another goal with fucking 50 minutes left in the game. <laughs> I get well, it absolutely. if there's like ten minutes left in the game. Maybe, but maybe. But you gotta like well, you gotta have possession in the, the opponent's zone. Yeah. And the way they, they've been doing it is they flip it into the opponent's zone and it, every time they get it, it's like as fast of, of a dump as you can do. You know, cross yeah, cross the red it. line dump and just try and get it back instead of actually fucking keeping it in the opponent's zone and trying to score, which they should.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This, this team's version of the dump and chase is dump and then start chasing instead of coming in with a head of steam where you already have momentum going into the zone to where you can actually potentially beat the defender into the corner for the puck, which is kind of the concept behind it. Um, but you're right. Like you can't you can't be doing this this holding back against a team like L.A. Especially with the amount of two on two on ones that the Flames have have brought back. You know this this season or had against us. Like it's just been yeah. like a plethora of high danger chances that we leave for the other team. So to like uh, start playing the the old dump and chase and trying to clog up the neutral zone, which is great. You know defensive hockey they're just not quite equipped for it now in yeah. their defense they 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 did have two goals um in in the third period that that should have counted so i mean the the two two to one is is slightly skewed i mean that empty net goal was was ridiculous that they called that back i mean just a linesman's mistake i guess whatever it's unfortunate yeah. that they can't challenge that
1: yeah that because just for people that don't know I'm sure there's lots of people out there that were freaking out over that um you can challenge a goal but you can't challenge a not goal basically yeah. is is why that happened so mm-hmm. it Minnesota could have challenged that but that would be stupid right yeah, but L- we couldn't challenge that because
0: And I I think I said that last night, right? That'd be the epitome of, of balls. Yeah. Yeah. 12 seconds left. We're going to challenge that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then, and then that, you know, that, that one scrum play that, you know, I, I think it's sitting at around 85% of the population knows the puck was in 15 says they, they, they didn't see conclusive evidence that it was in the, uh, See, it's, t- to me, it's one of
1: those situations where it's obviously like like it's obviously in. Um, but the only angle, like, there's no way that that can't be in, considering what happened before and what happened next. But it Lindholm stick is in the way of of the one angle where you can actually see the puck. And to me anyways, it could just be my bad vision. I don't know. But it looked like Lindholm's stick was covering a piece of the puck and a piece of the line. So they couldn't tell conclusively if the puck was all the way over the line. But th- like to me, there's no way that it couldn't have been. But it's good that yeah. the team actually fought through adversity for like what seems like the first time this fucking year and their adversity that in this game is three called back goals.
0: Yeah. Which is, which is funny. A a friend of mine uh, also named Chris, uh, he's an LA uh, fan. He lives in California. Um, He was, he put up a a post on Facebook last night saying, uh, you know, it was was a hard fight, Uh, you know, one to two as as he put it. And I said, and I just chimed in and said it was five to one fucker yeah you know,
1: and I but know- it doesn't matter how you win as long as you offside. win
0: that's right and i i know that first one was absolutely offside so i was only uh poking the bear with him on that one and, and he knew it
1: yeah and yeah um like obviously those those last two probably should have counted but uh they squeaked out the win and it was a big one and you needed that win like really needed that win um I want to talk about a couple of guys who uh seem like they're coming back to life a little bit. Um two guys that both of us kind of have issue with in, in general. Um no not Luch. actually. Um oh, my, no. he's he did is coming to back to life, night? but
0: didn't you say to me last night that you were surprised with how fast he looked last night? Yes,
1: yes, I did say that in uh
0: okay. give him give him his credit on air, goddammit.
1: Yeah, no, he, he, I think Dewar <laughs> is, uh, is really sparking Luchic each a lot. Is. Um, yeah. and, and it's I, good I, because Luch needs that and, um, he, he looked fast, he looked engaged and he was hitting. So that's awesome to see, yeah. but I, I was taught, we'll talk about Dewar in a little bit too, because he's been just, he's been amazing, honestly. He's been yeah. way more than a fourth liner, you know, is expected to be to me. Yeah. Um, but the guys I wanted to talk about were, were Kadri and uh Mangiapani. Now, Mangiapani is finally starting to put pucks in nets.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, obviously, you can attribute Mangiapani with the fact that he finally scored a goal, and, and I think majority but he's of people, got two
1: in the last few couple games i think
0: exactly and so i think majority of us knew that that he was because he got the one because he's been a very streaky player his whole career that you know a few more were likely to follow um fairly quickly and so he, he got another one so he's yeah he's had two in the last three games two games
1: i i two, think two he i know he scored in la i can't remember if he scored in vegas I know what the scores yeah. are, but I can't remember who. Yeah, no, no, Kadri scored in Vegas and Luch. Um, yeah. No, he he scored in Mangiapane
0: scored in uh, was scored against um, the. Uh, yeah, when was that? I do not even see it here, so it wasn't Sharks. Wasn't Vegas?
1: Maybe it was Anaheim. <laughs> Yeah, he scored in Anaheim and then he scored again in uh in
0: LA. Yeah, right. So, okay, so he's four, starting four to separating. But...
1: Yeah. He's he's starting to to feel it, which is good. And Kadri um I know he's still playing on you know the quote unquote third or fourth line or whatever you want to call it. Um and he's not getting the ice time that that he would like, but I think he's getting the ice time that he deserves for his play in the last little while and I'm happy to see that but the last couple games he's looked engaged he's looked a lot and have you noticed you know that that thing that drives us both nuts where he skates over the line over the blue line with his uh, with the puck and just skates directly into a fucking defender yeah. I, yeah. he hasn't done that in the last couple games that I've, I've seen.
0: He did it twice last night. And, and I, I, I didn't notice it. He, uh, it, it didn't really amount to much afterwards. So it was okay. I guess I was actually thinking about this last night after, after I saw him do that. And, and I, I honestly think that somewhere along the line, either whether he was in junior or or just starting out his NHL career, I think somebody may have made a mistake and called him a power forward
1: because he plays like one. Yeah,
0: he, he tries, tries to. to. Yeah, yeah. He thinks he can just power his way through defenders, and he can't. He simply can't. Yeah, um, he's he's he, not. He needs to Miko needs man. to use his. No, he needs to use his teammates more and he needs to go around people.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: And and we've talked about this many times. But you're right, he he has looked better. Um see I didn't notice
1: him doing that last night but maybe uh maybe I had my phone in my face for that. Who knows.
0: I I can't remember if it, it was either you or or Steve um in in the group chat there were saying that he he looked like he wasn't as selfish last night and not 10 seconds later, he tried to do one of his things, ran into the defender, lost oh. the puck, and they came up the ice, and I went, <laughs> oh, except for that.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was me, because he he doesn't seem as selfish, and I know a couple people in our group chat are um, vehemently against me saying that uh, Kadri is selfish, but Kadri has played very selfish over the last couple months and uh yeah. and th- honestly for the most part of his career. Um but again he's he's looked a lot better. He's looked like he's taken the message and is trying to play his way back up the lineup, which is what Adam Ruziska doesn't do.
0: Um yeah when he's all. on and, yeah and that's why he's not playing. Yeah, exactly. I I I am worried not worried but i'm I'm interested to know why pelts isn't getting any ice time yeah His, his last game he didn't look good but i didn't think it warranted sitting out two weeks or however many games it's been
1: yeah i think he's played once in the last like week and a half or something like that yeah um yeah i i know he's made a couple of bad giveaways in the last uh two games he's played um and i think that's what got him benched or or rather press boxed Mm -hmm. which is okay but to me if you're this is another thing about souther that drives me nuts is he'll sit a young player for doing that for two weeks basically but he won't sit any of the older guys for he might sit them for a game or two but he doesn't he doesn't treat them the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. I suppose, like in, and I mean, the difference between that, though. I mean, Pelche has been. I mean he's he's been good. He's he's been energetic and and really, really, uh, you know, working well with his line mates. Where Dewar... and I know the situations are, are different. Dewar is really, he's he's driving the line which has been pretty remarkable. I didn't think he really had it in him after the first couple of games. You know, I was impressed with him, but I didn't I didn't realize that he could actually be that effective and, and, and create the pace for two other players.
1: I, I'll tell you what I said on uh, the 960 text line the other day. Um, Walker Dewar, I think, has a lot more potential upside than I thought. I, I thought he was going to be Garnet Hathaway kind of player. Not exactly the same, obviously, but I thought he yeah. was just a career fourth liner. Nothing wrong with that. You need those guys. Energy, physical, chipping with yeah. the odd goal. But I think Dewar has the possible upside to be more of a middle six guy.
0: I, um, I agree. I I think a middle six guy, and and I think as soon as we can, I think we need to start giving him minutes on the uh, penalty kill. He really goes after the puck hard, and he's and he's good at it at taking the puck away. I think having him as maybe the second or third option to start off, like maybe, I guess maybe for next year, right? Because we'll he already plays with Lewis, bases. so true. True. Who's Who's Lewis playing with uh, right now in the PK? Backlund, I believe. And yeah, like, they kind of switch it right between Lindholm, Backlund, Lewis. I think Manch- I think, Manch- I think they all Duvet
1: play together. I think they all have shifts with each other. I don't think there's really set penalty kill lines.
0: Yeah, that could be. Um, that could be. I mean, obviously, I mean, you 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 need to keep backs on the top one the guy's been a stud this year yeah like he's, he's but, aging like fine wine
1: absolutely oh congratulations to him on 900 games he's mm-hmm. uh hell of a player i i've always loved backs it's, you know
0: if 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 he signs a contract this this offseason or an extension sorry um You have to give him the C.
1: I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And I kind of feel like that's why they haven't given anybody the C. I think he's been the obvious choice for a while Mm -hmm. for, for the organization. But I think they're waiting to make sure that he extends because there's to be, anyways, there's no real point in making somebody a captain just to have to name somebody else in a year and a half, you know?
0: Yeah. No, that's fair. Um,
1: that's but fair. I do think that, like like we were talking about Dewar there, I wouldn't mind seeing him. Uh, obviously, he has to resign or, or extend because he's a pending uh, – restricted free agent? I can't remember. Um but I don't think he won't. And even the GM said I remember when we traded away Brett Ritchie for Nick Ritchie for no apparent reason. Um I remember our GM was saying in his press conference that Doer is a full time NHL now. Um yeah. Have to yeah so I would wouldn't mind seeing him earn some middle six minutes. I I kind of feel like he, that line is kind of middle.
0: I don't think we have a fourth line. I mean, we do and we don't, right? Yeah. I mean, like as far as minutes go, we do. Yeah. That's not even the case either, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of weirdness when it comes to, uh, to a setter, right? When, it, when the way he rolls his line, like it, it's, you won't find many coaches that will even out their, their four lines like Daryl Sutter will, will, right? Um, whether, whether good or bad
1: or yeah. indifferent,
0: you
1: know? Um, but yeah, no, I, I think he's, he's earned it. And if he continues to earn it in the training camp next year, I'm hoping, um, I'm hoping that whoever's coaching the team, whether it's Daryl or not, I hope that they aren't stuck in their ways as far as, you um, know, this guy is, period, a fourth liner. I, I, I'd like to actually see him given the shot because just because you're a grinder doesn't, like, Tom Wilson is a grinder and he's been a first-line player for fucking years. You know what I mean? He's,
0: I mean... If, if we can get Walk, Walker Doer to uh,
1: anywhere close
0: to he, that. Yeah. have to be comparable to, to Wilson? Yes, please.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously yes, that's
0: not my – I don't think he's got
1: Tom Wilson upside. I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to get 25 goals or, or whatever. Uh, but I think that, that uh, you know, 15 to 20 goals for, for that guy, like he is tenacious on the puck in the offensive oh, zone, I've noticed. I'm I'm yeah, really impressed with, with Dewar.
0: He's he's really good along the boards.
1: In, that in goal he scored too. Right? What's that? Mm-hmm.
0: In in both directions. Like if he's coming into the zone, he's good with the puck to to get the puck away from their defender in the boards. Like he's really he's really effective at using his body. Yeah. Along the boards. Yeah. I, I've I've got a ton of respect for him. I didn't I did not see it. Um, but then Just again, start. yeah, I, I didn't get to, I didn't see him play that many games. Yeah. And I mean, if you ever want to impress your coach and, and make sure that you're going to continue to be in the lineup, do exactly what Walker Doer is doing.
1: I couldn't agree more. And he doesn't make many mistakes. Like, no, not really. And he's got that's pretty worth. dangles too.
0: <laughs> right. And he's got a hell of a shot. He
1: does. And you he know, uses that's it. been
0: good. Um, he energizes. He energizes Milan Luch. I mean, anybody that can that can make Luch look like he's young again on the ice, I'm all for it. You couldn't know?
1: agree more. And like he, he's a on college free name. agent that we signed that that actually drives a line, even if it's the quote unquote fourth line. He's driving a line, and that's that's amazing.
0: Honestly. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. There we go. That was like, like nine to eleven minutes on Walker Doer. Did you ever think that would be the case? Uh,
1: I'm fucking happy about it. I'll tell you that much. But no, I didn't think yeah. that would be the case uh, when we yeah. signed him. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, shall we hear a little bit about some sports betting or what?
0: Yeah, I might as well. Got to make some money somehow. Yeah, <laughs> some money. <laughs> <laughs> The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway. The action is just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day to see what they have in store. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pre-game Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age? Some restrictions apply? See the show notes for details.
1: Well, we have a couple of signings. Uh, let's just get stronger out of the way quickly. Uh, our second round pick from last draft, 45th overall, signed to his um, uh, entry-level contract yesterday, I believe, which is great. Yes, um, I, think
0: that, I think that was today, like five hours ago. Oh, was it? Well, there you go. I think so.
1: Um could be wrong. he played a little bit j- j- just a quick rundown here uh he played a little bit in the adult swedish league which is a pretty decent competition and in 45 games he had eight points which isn't by any uh stretch of the imagination amazing but it's uh you know it's it's pretty decent for for a, a rookie you know playing in his first uh
0: he is, he is only 19. I guess yeah. you know, 20 in a
1: couple Thank, of months. Yeah. But... I guess he had six games last year as well with zero points, but really this is his first real stretch. Um, but it looks like he got uh, sent down to junior uh, where he's been ripping it up. He's played for two different junior teams this year, has a hat trick in one game with one team, and then has – uh, a goal and two assists in one game with another team. So in two junior games, he's got six points, which is not bad at all. Um, no. I don't think there's any reason to for the fan base to get overly excited about him. Um, he might turn into something in two, three, four years, but we don't know. I, th- I think he's probably... Gonna just play for the Wranglers for at least a couple years here.
0: Yeah, I would think. I would. I would suspect that next year in training camp, um, if our, our our Swedish players can can uh, give them some advice and you know just have them build right and in you know you're right. I I think two years probably at least in the A.
1: Yep, which is totally There's... fine. Yep. Oh yeah.
0: And I agree. On to the big signing Lots of guys that are uh, deserving of a of a a better look next year. I think
1: I couldn't agree more. Um, So let's talk about Matt Coronado because everybody seems to want to all the time. Um, Am I excited about it? Been saved. Yes. Um, Obviously, I'm excited about about him. Uh, You know, we drafted him 13th overall. Um, I didn't think he wasn't going to sign. I know a lot of people were comparing him to Adam Fox because, you know, from the States and all that type of stuff. And it's like, just be- just because one guy is an entitled little shit doesn't
0: mean everybody else is an entitled little shit. <laughs> well, and I like everybody's argument. Thing. Well, because he's American, because he's American, he wanted to play for an American team. No, Fox wanted to play for the Rangers, period.
1: Yeah, he got he, he said no to Carolina, he got traded, which yeah, I got believe traded
0: to an American team, and still said no. So yeah, I I and, believe but I mean, in in his in his defense, I will defend him a little bit in the fact that he was upfront before he was fucking drafted that he didn't want to play in Calgary. Yeah, so,
1: it was it was a draft blunder, is what it was. Hundred percent. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Last time I checked, Raleigh is. It, Raleigh's in Canada, right?
0: North Carolina? Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Well it's America, baby. America. Yeah. yeah.
1: That was sarcasm, by the way, for those of you who can't pick up on that type of stuff. Anyway, so Coronado signed um, you know, a couple of days after the Harvard Crimson got eliminated in most unceremonious fashion um i think they were supposed to be one of the the top top teams in the tournament and they got booted out in the first game um but you know i don't think he's going to get into any games this week and that's okay because he doesn't know the systems and we are in a position where we are pretty darn close to making the playoffs. And I think uh, we all know Sutter isn't even playing fucking Pelche right now, who's got 20-some-odd or 30-some-odd, I-, I don't even know, games under his belt. Um So I think the second we are eliminated, I feel if, if, if that happens, I feel Coronado probably gets a couple games. But I don't yeah. see a- any reason to, to really play him more than two or three games, honestly. And that's not being restrictive. That's he's here to learn and he's here to see what NHL players do on a day-to-day basis. Right. He's he hasn't yeah, even played an exhibition game. He hasn't even, you know, he's had one morning skate, probably a practice by now,
0: but well and what is the college format when it comes to games? Isn't it like once a week, maybe twice? It is not very often.
1: I I don't know so. for sure, but it's it's not very often.
0: Yeah. So not not to say that it won't be in any sort of condition, but it's it's a grind, especially you know down the stretch here, where where you got a team that's effectively fighting for their their playoff lives. So yeah. I mean, I I don't suspect we'll see him. Uh, play a game before Winnipeg next next Wednesday. Honestly, you know I don't see him playing Winnipeg just because of how big that game is. No, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't see him. I don't see him playing um, any of the games between now and next Wednesday. Um, at least by then, we'll have a better picture as to where we are, and then we can reassess where whether whether or not he even would come back in even or come in for the for the last three games of the season. Who knows, right?
1: I don't think Coronado is used to playing, what is it, one, two, three, four, five, six, four games in six days. Right. So uh, who knows, maybe he gets in against Chicago or something like that, but I doubt it. I feel like he will definitely either way get in against San Jose for the last game of the year, but uh, that's the only real lock for me, I think. I, I think he gets one more somewhere probably but I I'm not am I excited to see him progress over the next couple of years? Yes I am. But I don't I don't think he's ready and we need guys who are ready right now. Period. No,
0: this isn't the time. No. Yeah, just um, isn't the time. And it's I mean, great we, that he signed. We've already lost to Chicago twice this year. Yeah. Right. Twice in January. like Yeah.
1: Probably no, no don't need to, to do that
0: anymore for an auto. But,
1: and he's and, barely and a point per game in in college. Yeah. Right. That's, um. But he's a right handed s- sniper. So that we need yeah, on the effectively,
0: team. Defec- effectively, the only reason why he's not uh, playing for the Wranglers right now is because he's not eligible otherwise right. that's where he would be right now
1: and he is eligible next year to play for the Rangers. Yes, so right. um i don't see why that wouldn't happen for a little while at the very least unless he absolutely jaw you know drops jaws in camp um
0: well you know what if he does great oh I, and
1: that's another thing like for for me anyways and i know i'm pretty sure for you too um when we say things like this we're not trying to restrict the player or, or or whatever we're we're just we want i definitely want coronado to step in and score 80 goals next season but just being realistic you no know, if he if he does step in and That he's ready for the NHL. That is incredible, but I it's not to be realistic,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, you have to be realistic. Um, Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm all for anybody earning a spot on the team. Actually, earning a spot, earning, yeah, not uh, not coming in on a PTO like a Sunny Milano, floating around, kind of going through the paces ish, and then wonder why you don't get a contract like that's that's not what we need see you know i i, any I, of the players I in, in the a right now can can earn themselves a spot next year in, in the uh in camp bring a bring it on i'm all yeah. for it
1: i going back to i i know this is a little tangent but going back to last or this season's camp um i thought zari earned himself a, a spot but yeah. uh I mean, I, so I, I, basically, I I'm did. I'm hoping he he continues how he played in um in in last camp and has been playing in the AHL all season and can earn himself a spot in mm-hmm. next
0: camp. Yep. Nope. Well, that's nope. it, right? That was that was stage one. So now, is you know, phase two, next camp. Let's see what he's got. Let's see how he how he improved and see what he learned in in another uh another season in the A agreed which which effectively was this was his first full season wasn't it
1: sorry yeah cuz last season i mean i he still got like half or so of uh mm-hmm. of the AHL games in but he broke uh, last season but he he broke his um ankle i believe blocking a shot in his first exhibition game in one of his first shifts, uh, that yeah. year and then had to miss a bunch of time and he didn't look all that great in the AHL from, from what I heard because he had to play catch up because it's kind of hard to, yeah, sure. to
0: skate when you're have a broken. Yeah. Tough to tough ankle. to be in this uh, condition yeah. after breaking an ankle. Right. So yeah, no fault of his own. I mean, that's, that's super unfortunate. That's the, uh, that's that's the Valamaki, right?
1: Yeah. Um
0: yeah. What else do we so got that, here today, Chris? What else do we have there? Um, I want to I want to uh touch on uh very briefly uh P PK and PP. Um sure. I mean power play has had a very different look in the last few games. It's been uh somewhat successful which has been nice they're they're not they're they're actually trying to gain entry into the zone and when they're not just gaining entry in the zone when they when they dump it in they're at least trying to start it off with a full head of steam and I feel like they have a better combination of players working with each other um I mean we yep. watched the same you know the the Huberto to Lindholm Kadri, Anderson, for, eighty long enough. Of the season. Yeah, <laughs> and it. I mean, no offense to any one of them, it just wasn't working.
1: Oh, um. So none of them wanted I'll, to get I'll,
0: in front of the net. Great. Right. The one guy that should be is pissing around over in, in the side of, yeah, the the hash marks, right? Um. So I mean, I'll put it on on coaching staff. Because I mean, like to to run that same freaking line for so long with mediocre success is just it's asinine
1: and expect it to work and and the thing is is for for months it was every time Kadri did almost every time Kadri got in front of the net they'd score that's right but then he'd not go in front of the net on the power play for the next four games and they Mm -hmm. wouldn't score (laughs)
0: <laughs> Go hang over on the side again, thinking that he's the playmaker on the team, which he's not, right? He needs and he shouldn't have been agitated, the guy carrying the puck up the ice. Ever. No, I agree. 100%. So now it's been, uh, you know, just definitely a different mix, right? Yeah. You know, some some guys that have never been on the power play as long as, you know, as long as this season is concerned anyways. Um, and, and just some different – different pairings and in and, and groups, which can be refreshing, right? It, gives it seems you to be work working. Gives you, yeah, that's right. It's just try something new. The love of God, Daryl and your people. I'll be honest.
1: I, I couldn't even tell you what the lines are, the, the power play lines are, because they're, they're, it looks like he just like points at five guys and says, you guys, this time yeah. and then maybe next time too, but I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I got the sense that he just picked one guy from each line and then a defender, right? Like it was, it yeah. was super bizarre, but you know, and I'm
1: going to, I'm going to look it up it, right now. So right now our first power play unit is Backlund, Lindholm, Mangiapane, Toffoli and Anderson. And our second one is Uyghur, Hubrido Richie, Kadri and Dubé which That's is one kind, I... kind of like we were talking off off screen there. Um, it's yeah. kind of like two second power play units. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I don't know why they're still playing Kadri and Huberto together. It just, stop it. <laughs> right. it they, they have no fucking chemistry
0: at all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got, you got a playmaker playing with a guy that thinks he's a playmaker and it just doesn't work. If so you can imagine.
1: These are the guys that Huberto has to pass to on the power play right now. Richie, Kadri, and Dubé. And Uyghur. But actually, we should talk about Raz and Uyghur for for a minute. They haven't been playing together since Tanev went out, but when they were playing together, they were very good together. Yep. I think they're both... I could be off a little bit here, but they're both close to a point a game in, in their last 10. Um, right. Weir right. has really started coming along. I, I really like Weir. Um, and uh, Anderson... I mean, Anderson just keeps getting better. Uh, I, I'm, I'm super pumped on on the future with that pair for the next however many years.
0: I would agree. Um, I was kind of apprehensive when it came to Uyghur, especially the first couple of weeks. Um, but, I mean, learning a new system, coming from a completely different style of of uh, of, of approaching the game. <clears throat> so... Obviously it's not even yeah it's going to take some time to adjust right so i'll give him that that's that's fine it took too long but i tell you what but i think he i think he took two months longer than than i wanted but yes. he's looking pretty good right now i mean he, he hits a lot which you don't you don't see it that much like when you watch like it's not like he's you know zaderov trying to take people out at the blue line he just makes those smart little hits those little those little plays that lots of rub-outs. Really, yeah, a lot of rub-outs, and he's really good with a stick. It's uh, you know, as as you and I have both alluded to uh over the last couple of weeks, is very TJ Brody esque,
1: right? In so many different ways. Like he's like a, a little bit more gritty TJ. He's he's got some speed, he's not afraid to to pinch in to to make an offensive play. He is prone to the bad turnover with the stretch pass, but that's just part of being good at stretch passes is sometimes you turn it over. Um, um
0: Sometimes he tries to spin a Rama move and just falls on his fucking ass. and he's done and, uh, that a couple uh, times too. <laughs> that was so gross last night. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, what it what say in I general he's so been great breakaway. Yeah, no, I think you know what if the the two of them can play more together. Because I, I do agree. I think our our first pairing needs to be Anderson and Weiger, And then, you know, if Noah continues to be a member of the team, I think putting him with, with Tanev, if, you know, if Tanev ever plays again, the poor guy, man. I, I, the guy is such a warrior. And, and you know, yeah. I don't know how, how hurt he is. There's not really a lot of mention, right? They just have he has to be day. very
1: hurt to not play. Yeah. To not play, he has right? to missed, not be able games. to. He played with one shoulder in the playoffs last year.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, it um, wasn't pretty. No, it was. He probably shouldn't he have played. Pretty. Um, but yeah, no, I I agree. Um, one thing I do want to say too, because over the past several years or a couple years. Tanev does this, or when the team doesn't have Tanev, when he is hurt, when he's out, for whatever reason, they have run around like headless chickens and made way more mistakes than they would even with him around. Um, And over the last couple games, they haven't. And that is such a good sign because... It is, to me, he's up, he's been a security blanket, and every they, they've always just seemed a lot calmer when, even when he's not on the ice, just with him on the bench. Um, and then they panic when he's not there. But the last couple games, I, they've been pretty fucking good, so I'm happy about that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. He's been he's 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 been. He's been such a rock for the for the team. Like, like defensively, he just nobody compares to him. He yep. just keeps that. I don't know. Like he eats up a ton of minutes. He's just so stable. He, yeah, he's exactly what you want back there. But you're right. When he's not there, because he's so heavily relied on, the team falls apart. Couldn't agree more. Defensive, but industry. they've
1: been they've been better so.
0: Yeah. Uh, and he hasn't played in the last four games. So, yeah, let's let's hope. So, I I mean, I would say something. Something happened in in LA, and I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah, don't know what it is. I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure what, what it is either, back, but but, but uh, I, also, I also hope he becomes healthy. You know, I mean, to be honest with you, if if it takes him being out for the rest of the year just to be better for next season, then I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't and think it is what it is.
1: I've said this many times. I don't think he's played healthy. I don't think he's played one healthy game for the flames. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I think he's been hurt since his second or third season in the league. And, and he just never fully heals. Which,
0: so like I Monahan. suppose,
1: is fine when when you're when you're as effective as he is. Um, it's yeah, not well, fine when you're Sean Monahan.
0: Um, right. That that is the difference, right? Yeah. Like like you know damn well that T- Tanab's been playing hurt for majority of this season for sure. So this has been one of his rougher years, right? Yeah. 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 And in in my opinion, it hasn't been as good. Not saying he's been bad, but he definitely hasn't been as good as normal.
1: Right. I couldn't agree more. He he's still super defensively sound, but he's just—it's um, hard to explain. For especially, you know, at, at least we're talking to a bunch of people who watch him play. But you see, okay. you see Chris Tanev play, and make he makes so many great defensive stick plays and and just interceptions and gets in puck carriers faces just enough to cause them to fuck up basically Mm -hmm. um but he he hasn't been you're right he hasn't been as good at it this year yeah he's still doing it but he, he hasn't been doing it nearly as effectively as he usually does
0: yeah i find i find his zone exits have, have really struggled this year yeah and of course you know everybody's zone exits would would struggle when you're when you're used to you know lobbing it up to number 13 and watching them exit the you know the zone yeah yeah exactly but but, but yeah
1: there it should is. we save the uh Sutter talk for another day.
0: Yeah, Let's give him another couple of games and see what happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> give him another couple of games. Yeah. I mean, God maybe Cooper we'll just do an Friday. episode
1: about it. Maybe we'll do a mini episode about it in the next few days or something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a, a, a full show about Daryl Sutter at the end of the season
1: yeah
0: yeah uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll grade our, our players probably do it in three episodes <laughs> yeah and then we'll grade our coaching staff and we'll grade our GM and we'll grade our owners and Ryan Leslie
1: <laughs> on that note Eric Francis
0: oh. we grade him now does nah, he even we'll
1: get wait. does he even get a grade? Is he good oh, enough he to get a grade? grade?
0: Everybody gets a grade. They're not all going to like him, but everybody gets one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Um we are on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, any any place you get your podcasts. Uh check out the hockey podcast network for more shows on other teams and uh go flames go
0: go flames go thanks for watching everybody have a good night cheers cheers